0: Hey team, Raf here with Ask Me Anything. So I've been off the air for a while with the Ask Me Anything uh, as we moved house over the last four months and now I'm all settled in my new place, ready to get started back on on a regular Ask Me Anything schedule again. So I'm going to start out with just a single question today. It's from Katie and she says, Gia wants to know if I know some exercises for plantar fasciitis. Uh, well, uh, plantar fasciitis is um, often referred to as uh, basically plantar heel pain. So the plantar surface of your foot is the bottom of your foot, the bit that goes near the ground. So uh, plantar and the fascia is the the tendons uh, and ligaments of the bottom of your foot, and itis means inflammation. So plantar fasciitis just means inflammation of the tendons uh, or ligaments, the fascia, um, of the bottom of your foot. And typically where it becomes inflamed and painful is right at where those uh, tendons insert on the front of your heel, on the underside of your heel, um, just where the heel kind of merges into the arch. So uh, now, sometimes it is uh, diagnosed as plantar fasciitis because uh, people can, uh, the say the physio or whoever does an ultrasound test and notes that the plantar fascia is enlarged, thickened. Hence, they assume it's itis or inflamed. Uh, and sometimes it's just a diagnosis of plantar heel pain because maybe uh, they didn't do an ultrasound to detect whether there was any inflammation there or maybe they did one and didn't detect any inflammation. So either way, the symptoms and the treatment are the same. So there's, I did a bit of a Google search and there is good news and bad news. So I'll start with the, with the uh, bad news, which is that most treatments for plantar heel pain slash plantar fasciitis uh, don't work. Um, the other name actually is, it's sometimes called plantar fasciopathy and opathy. Just uh, comes from the uh, same Latin root as a patho, pathology, um, which just means something wrong with the, you know, with the tissue. So a plantar fasciopathy is just a, a general term that means something wrong with the plantar fascia, and so plantar fasciitis, uh, inflammation of the plantar fascia, is a a particular type of plantar fasciopathy. So that's one of, you know, plantar fasciitis, inflammation of the plantar fascia is one of the things that can go wrong, opathy, with the plantar fascia. Anyway, so good news and bad news. Uh, The bad news first, which is that most treatments that have been tested don't work. So if you're considering something like uh, extracorporeal shockwave therapy or ultrasound, therapeutic ultrasound, or uh, dry needling slash acupuncture, uh, don't. Because there's either, for all of those uh, treatments, there's either very good evidence that they don't work, or there's a complete absence of evidence that they do work. So I wouldn't waste your money. Um, Now, now when it comes to exercise, um, the the news is still relatively on the not good side. Um, A systematic review from... Uh, 2017, um, from the Journal of Physical Therapy in Sport, uh, titled Strength Training for Plantar Fasciitis and the Intrinsic Foot Musculature, Ch- a Systematic Review, um, found that there was an association between intrinsic foot muscle weakness and pain, um, but that there is, quote, uh, Limited external validity that foot exercises, toe flexion against resistance and minimalist running shoes may contribute to improved intrinsic foot muscular function. Um, Despite no plantar fascia thickness changes being observed through high-load plantar fascia resistance training, there are indications that it may aid in a reduction of pain and improvements in function. So that is pretty faint praise (laughs) for exercise. Um, but uh, there are. This is from 2017. There are one or two studies that I've found since then, um, uh, and one or two earlier ones as well that all, you know, collectively tend to suggest that possibly, if you were going to do an exercise, uh, what you should consider is um, a high load, full range eccentric calf raise. Um, so basically, it's something called the Alfredson protocol. Uh, which I will link to a little a YouTube video of how to do it in the show notes. Um, and so, basically, the plantar fascia, the uh, basically the, the the tendon that goes across the arch of your foot, or f- along the arch of your foot from your heel to your to your big toe, basically, um, it is to- uh, it is continuous with the Achilles tendon the Achilles tendon, otherwise known as your uh, calcaneal tendon, which is the the tendon of your calf muscles. So uh, there is some kind of connection with the calf muscle, and it has been shown in one or two studies that actually tightness of the gastrocnemius, the larger of the two calf muscles, or sorry, the more superficial of the two calf muscles, is is associated with plantar heel pain. Um, And uh, in this one study I found... um, in fact, I found three studies uh, separately on this, that uh, eccentric calf loading, so basically stretching and strengthening at the same time of the calf um, and foot intrinsics seems to you know give some kind of benefit beyond uh, natural history to um, plantar fasciitis. So basically what you do for the Alfredson Protocol is you stand on a, with your toes on a step and your heels uh, sort of poking off into space, and you lift your heels up as high as you can, then you take the non-sore, the the uninjured foot off the step, and lower your full body weight down as far as you can using your sore foot. And then you put the other foot, the non-painful foot, back on the step and then use both feet together to lift yourself up. And then you take the non-painful foot off and lower down again full range using the painful foot. And you do 15 of those. So you're basically raising yourself up using both legs at the same time. And then you're lowering down using only the painful side. You do 15 of those. Do that uh, three times a day. Um, which is a fair amount of of exercise um, for, you know, let's put it generously, a modest benefit. Um, So if you were going to do some exercises, that would be the one I would recommend. Uh, The general, you know, uh, given the absence of really any kind of clear winner in the literature of, you know, what do we do for plantar heel pain, uh, the kind of general recommendation that you'll find in in most clinical guidelines and so forth is uh, to do graded activity. So basically, you know, it's the Greg Lehman approach of calm shit down, then build shit back up, right? So whatever aggravates it, do less of that until it's not aggravated and then gradually reintroduce that activity and build it up gradually until uh, you get to whatever level of activity you want to get to. So you can do things like, um, you know, using well-padded, Uh, running shoes, uh, you know, limiting running, um, or, you know, long walks, things that tend to aggravate heel pain. Um, but if those things don't aggravate it, you don't need to limit them, right? So, um, you know, if there are particular activities that aggravate it, you can, you can limit those activities, uh, until it calms down and then, you know, bring the, grade the activities back up again. Uh. And uh, if you want to combine it with some um, high-load eccentric strength training, or in other words, one-legged negative calf raises, uh, that is probably your best bet. uh, one treatment I actually found that I forgot to mention at the start in on, a, on, a li- on the list of ones that don't work is corticosteroid injections. So basically uh, what doesn't work is uh, therapeutic ultrasound, corticosteroid injections, acupuncture slash dry needling, and extracorporeal shockwave therapy. They don't work. Um, and, uh, but what does work very slightly is uh, one-legged negative calf raises. Um, and I'll, forward, I'll include a link to that in, to a video of, of that in the show notes. Um, but so that's all the bad news is we've got, yeah, we don't have a lot of really awesome treatments for plantar fasciitis or plantar heel pain. Um, but the good news is uh, the natural history is very favorable. So more than half, a majority, around 60% of people um, are completely recovered within a year. Um, and so, you know, there's a pretty good chance it's going to go away all by itself. But you can probably slightly edge the odds in your friend's favour if you uh, help them do some graded activity. So calm shit down, then build it back up. And also add in a little bit of, or not a little bit, a daily dose of eccentric calf training using the Alfredson protocol. So I hope you find that helpful, Katie. And uh, I look forward to our next AMA. Until then, I hope you're awesome. I hope all your loved ones are awesome. And I'll see you soon.